Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 123 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today, let's talk about weight release. It is that time of year, December. (laughs) There's a lot of focus on weight management. So I really wanted to bring you this fresh perspective. And if you are familiar with the concept of weight release, this episode will be perfect for you because we're going to go really deep and I want to give you some new perspectives on the topic. But if this is your very first time, I want to describe it for you. So we are sort of like on the same page (laughs) getting into this episode. So when I talk about weight loss, which is the more traditional approach you see out there, weight loss is more rooted on strategies. It's rooted on maybe shifting how we eat and how we track our food and maybe counting calories, using the scale as accountability, all those different things that you probably tried or at least heard about. However, the aspect And I observed this over a decade working with women and hearing their concerns and going with them on their journeys of transforming their bodies. What I have recognized is that there is a very significant gap. And that gap is on the emotional side of that journey. Meaning when we change the body, mostly from the outside in, without changing our inner environment, So many women, one, become able to, even when they release the weight or lose the weight, they're not able to recognize it. Like their eyes are looking in the mirror. We can see the transformation and they can't because the internal world has not shifted, only the external. And second, a lot of times, and you can see on the stats in the weight loss industry that 90 to 95% of dieters quotations fail a lot of those dieters end up regaining the weight because the reason once they lose the weight, the real motivating factor that was leading them to stay on track now is removed, right? Because physically the weight is no longer there, but because there's nothing else that they rooted it on, then they incrementally, even if it's like step-by-step, end up regaining it. And then the third aspect of it that I wanted to sort of put it on the table was that as we age and my work is focused solely and specifically on women 40 and older, and as we start to enter midlife and transition through and into postmenopause, there are going to be some physiological shifts as well, hormonal changes and things like that, that will have an impact into how we manage our weight because our hormone you know, deficits and all those different things. So all those three things combined, what I wanted to say to you is that when it comes to looking at weight management, simply from a strategy standpoint, you're going to be missing that internal component. Also, when we look at losing weight, we're often trying to get rid of parts of ourselves, right? We want the belly fat to be gone, maybe the love handles and all that good stuff. When we shift the mind to 
thinking about weight as a release process. What I'm actually talking about is incremental, step by step, this always growing acceptance of all parts of yourself. And we're going to talk about those incremental shifts later today. But weight release is about loving all of you so that you can release what no longer serves you. And for so many women, especially as we enter midlife or transition through midlife, a lot of the excess weight, like the the pesky 20 pounds that, you know, are just sitting there and it doesn't go anywhere no matter what you do or how much exercise or even bigger numbers if you're still navigating that journey. So much of it is emotional weight. So much of it is there because of strategies of the mind and the body trying to help you in ways that potentially you don't understand. And that is what I am so passionate about. That is what I love to help women understand and uncover because it is when you combine the the right strategies for your you know specific age with the inner work, with the mindset aspect of it, that true transformation is possible and magic can take place. And I wanted to also, you know, start this episode by reminding you that, and I'm actually going to read page five, just a quick little part of page five of my new book, Release, A Women's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming Your Body's Best Friend. And if you're curious about the book, it is a beautiful journey of the emotional mindset aspect of weight release. You can find more information about the book by going to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book. But here's what I say on the beginning of chapter one. If you knew that your weight or appearance were not a factor in how people looked at you, judged you, and even how they loved you, would you still want to drop some pounds? And I asked this question specifically because a very, very large number of decisions and choices we make in life are rooted in our most inner desire of being loved and accepted for who we are. That is just one-on-one human behavior. <laughs> and the, the thing is, if you spend majority of your life fighting with your body and disowning parts of it and trying to get rid of parts of it, meaning you're not loving all parts of you, it becomes very difficult to expect everyone else in the world to do so. Do you see kind of like the contradiction there? So the, the key with weight release is starting the process of acceptance of self, even if you still want to release excess weight, release unwanted emotions and other good stuff. It's not, you know, accepting just everything stays as is. But it is that process of starting to love yourself and acceptance of yourself as you are today without having to change a thing as opposed to delaying it, postponing it until the scale gives you the good news or until you're able to fit in this pair of jeans. And don't get me wrong, it is super exciting, right? To fit in the clothes again and feel beautiful and comfortable, absolutely. But it is not in terms of the the, the thing I want you to start shifting is that there is a path and a way to get the feeling, to get what you're actually after is a feeling to get in now and really start that through incremental steps as opposed to having to wait until, you know, you are a specific body weight or body size, which for some women it is actually what they're after is that freedom of looking in the mirror and actually starting to love what you see 
and understanding that the shift starts inside. And I like to say, it's almost like you unzip this winter jacket and you step out of it. It's almost like when you feel that the inside of you actually matches or starts to match what's, what the outside tells. Because when you are clear in terms of who you are, your most authentic version of you, naturally, it's just a natural consequence. Your confidence skyrockets. And with that acceptance of all parts of you, really comes authenticity. And when you are the most authentic, when you actually model to the world what it feels like to feel good in your own skin, to be accepted for who you are, and to be very clear about this is who I am and do it on purpose, (laughs) that is such a magnetic energy that people cannot help but love it because I think we're all seeking that. So the closer you get to modeling that, like it radiates out of you and it has nothing to do with the scale. And I think that is the magical part of it that so many women are after that they don't know. It's actually a lot more accessible to them than what they imagined. So I just wanted to point out episode 24, which I go into a lot of detail in this connection between authenticity and weight release. So maybe a good episode for you to put in your listen to list um, after you finish this episode. But let's come back in terms of, so we talked about weight release as being, you know, acceptance of all parts and being the combination of appropriate strategies for your stage in life with a very deep focus on the mindset of release, which is really that deep work. And I wanted to give you more specifics of what I mean by that. If our goal is to really start to get congruency in terms of our emotions, in terms of reducing this polarized states of, you know, elation and then deep sadness, or being in this sort of, you know, race against trying to fit into a specific pin size, or, you know, looking in the mirror and having all this negative self-talk, all those different polarized emotional states, which anytime you're, you know, away from deep gratitude and contentment and enthusiasm, we're somewhat in a polarized emotional state. What happens often is that we rely on external factors to help us modulate our emotions. And I would say majority of women, because it is a strategy of the mind to make us feel better, to self-regulate. And I would say majority of people use food and drinks to accomplish that goal, right? Because one, it's readily available for most people. It's relatively inexpensive, depending on what your cravings are. And it's something that we know that we can rely on, kind of count on, and very quickly brings us back to balance. You can also use other quotations, addictive habits, such as binge watching TV, or maybe a slightly more expensive one, such as online shopping, Anything that just gives you this rush of dopamine that makes you go from discomfort of feeling your feelings to just feeling a little bit better. And that's why people say, oh, it's such a temporary fix. And it is. It is a temporary fix. It's not really a fix. It's like just this temporary shift, right? But then we go back to how we're feeling because we didn't really address that. And the truth is that if your hope is to start the new year, start a new New Year's resolution program, you know, get in shape and all those things. If all you do is change the strategy, I can almost guarantee that whatever lack of progress you saw every year until now 
will just repeat itself. Just because you're changing a new strategy, a new shiny object outside of you without change that inner environment is not going to make a difference. And I'd rather tell her the truth now <laughs> so that you can do something about it since it's still mid-December as you're going to be listening to this episode. So here is what I decided to do to assist you with this journey. I want every woman, yourself included, to understand how does your mind make choices? Because if you put a cookie and a broccoli on a scale and you choose the cookie, there is a very specific reason why. Your mind is using this balancing of scales and it's seeing more benefits of eating the cookie than picking the broccoli, even if you have all the scientific information about why the broccoli is healthier for you. Why that is? Well, (laughs) I put together a free training to actually explain it to you. And there's some nice visuals and graphics. So you're very clear and really well-educated about why that is. And I also bring into this training the three hidden weight loss blockers that I really want every woman to know about so that you can really you know, crack that code and break this self-sabotaging cycle that's keeping so many women stuck. And if you haven't watched it yet, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash motivation and you're going to be able to access it immediately and you can watch the replay. But that is the first step of what I want you to take. I want you to understand how your mind makes choices so that you can actually start to tap into the mindset of release. Because for a goal to be maintained long-term, it has to be internally driven. You have to have that emotional buy-in and that clarity of what is going on. What is sabotaging you? What are the voices getting in the way? Who is actually, <laughs> you know, calling the shots? Like, where are you compromising? right? And once we understand what that is, then you can see, oh, this is what the cook is doing for me. Oh, this is why I binge watch TV. Because you can now see what is actually happening in your mind behind the scenes. And that is just so empowering. (laughs) And I really want that for you. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash motivation, and you're going to be able to watch the immediate replay of this wonderful masterclass that I recently um, shared. So that is step one. Now, the next step on, you know, doing something about this is what I've been sort of mentioning throughout this episode, which is those small incremental shifts. I understand that if you've been, you know, fighting with your body for a very long time and you decide I'm going to adopt this weight release, new way of looking at things, wonderful. And then you go and you look in the mirror and you say, I love and accept my body. That will probably feel like a big lie. Probably will. Because it's not about looking in the mirror and just affirming something that your mind actually doesn't believe it to be true. That is not what this is about. This is not an affirmation of positivity shift. This is a true internal re-equilibration of your mind to shifting your perceptions because beliefs and beliefs are just thoughts we keep thinking, right? So if you want to shift your beliefs, you need to shift it at the source, which is the perceptions. And there are ways, and it's actually not that hard. And as you start to really calibrate the mind and looking at the hidden order and finding the hidden perceptions that you didn't see before, you re-equilibrate that scale. However, 
if you're starting from scratch and you really want to get going, what I suggest to you is to really focus on those small internal, small incremental shifts. And by that, what I mean is, what is something small today that you can shift that starts to make you feel better, that starts to make you feel more cared for, more loved and accepted? So I'll give you an example. Recently, and I would say in the last few months, I decided to go back through my closet and I do this maybe about once a year, but this is an extra bonus, <laughs> bonus time. And I just felt I need to go through my closet. I want to go through my closet and do a massive cleanup. So I do that. And as I'm doing that, I'm picking out these pieces of clothing that I love that either, you know, cost a good money or I just really love them but they don't fit my body. At least they fit, but they don't fit nicely. You know, when you wear something, oh, there's so much potential in this garment, but it doesn't sit right in my curves, it doesn't sit right in my breasts or whatever. So I set them aside and I let them hang on the laundry room for quite some time. But every time I would look at them, it would make me feel not amazing. You know, like it wouldn't make me feel just looking at having them, I didn't want to get rid of them, but I also didn't want to wear them. And I had this like small conflict, and this is maybe a small example, you know, but I, I wanted to start small with something tangible like your clothing, right? So anyways, so after some time, I decided, okay, I am going to go to a local tailor and I'm going to take a few of these pieces because I had quite a few. And I'm going to ask how much would it take a cost to get it altered? And I was, inc- I found somebody local and I was incredibly surprised that it would be anywhere from 10, 12, 15, $20 only to get something that I really loved that never really fit me right altered. I would, in my mind, I thought it would be such a greater number. So ever so, you know, slowly but surely I start taking two, three pieces at a time, getting jackets altered and tops and pants and dresses and and it is unbelievable to me how good after each piece return altered, how good it feels to wear the same garment. Because I think there's nothing more exciting to women to fit in our clothes. But so many women believe that to feel good in their clothes, they actually have to lose all the weight and fit in a smaller size. And that is just absolutely a lie. Not true. Absolutely not. Not true in any sense. You can fit beautifully in any size of clothing you have by getting it properly tailored to your body. And a tailor, like the one that I found, she knows my body shape now. So she knows where this leaf sit better on my body, where the height of the cut or the dress or something sits better to accentuate my waist. There are ways to get, you know, you can get a beautiful piece of garment that is not just fit, it's not cut for your body shape and doesn't matter how small you are, it won't look flattering or the opposite. You can take any garment and if it's cut properly to your curves and your, you know, particular shape, it looks beautiful. And I'm saying this because, Technically, it's a small incremental shift. Say I spent $15, you know, adjusting this beautiful top that I love. And when I wear now, I feel like a million bucks. So totally worth it. It is a small shift, but it's taking better care of myself. Say that you replace your face cream when it's over with a slightly more special one. Or 
I don't know, like you replace something else I did. I replaced, you know, incrementally all of my, you know, sleepwear. <laughs> so then now I feel special as I'm sleeping in, you know, matchy, matchy, <laughs> cuter pajamas, for example, as opposed to just like the, you know, whatever randomness that I used to wear. I'm talking about external things, yes, but I'm talking about little external things that incrementally makes you feel better, incrementally makes you feel like this, you know, wealthy woman, million bucks that does not compromise on her preferences. And if you were to be realistic and honest with yourself and you were to pause and think, how much and how often do you compromise on what you want? on how you would rather feel on your preferences, I would go and say, probably guess and say it's a lot. And it has been for me as well. And paying attention to all those little details in every interaction or situation, I would think, what do I prefer in this case? And even if I'm not able to, you know, just go and follow all my preferences, because in some cases, no, I'm not quite there yet. But it is such an active thought process now. And there's so many areas of life that it was just like, oh, one day, one day, one day. But if I decide to do it now, for example, getting my clothes tailored, why not, right? Like all I had to do is assess and then discover, oh, this is what it costs. So let's just say, for example, you hate cooking, but the thought of having, you know, somebody cooking meals or hiring a private chef, even if part-time feels like you have to be like a multimillionaire or celebrity to do that. Again, highly untrue. If you were to really find a local person and price it and look at how much it could actually save you because now it can use your time productive elsewhere. They can even do sometimes meal planning, grocery shopping and all those things. And something that made a thought, you made a thought it's so out of reach. If it is incredibly important to you, it may actually be attainable now. So those are just like some random examples of those small incremental shifts but whatever you can do to make you feel chosen, seen, loved, appreciated, cared for, it starts from within. It starts with you. So if you're not prioritizing yourself, you're not caring for your needs. You don't even take time to know what you want. What are your preferences? You're just like focusing on serving everybody else. Why would the world take the time to care for you, right? And a lot of times, like I said at the beginning, all we actually want is to feel loved and appreciated for who we are. So if we think that, oh, we will get all the love and acceptance when I drop the weight, that is incredibly untrue because you may not even be able to realize you got your goal if your internal environment isn't changed. And if to get there, you have to neglect even more parts of you and get rid of parts of you. If you're not loving parts of you or all of you, why would anybody else, right? So I just want to, or at least for the right reasons, <laughs> not just for the physical reasons, but for the wholeness of who you are. So as a quick recap, I know this was a, a lot of information <laughs> towards the end, but we're all looking and seeking to be loved and accepted for who we are. And that starts within, that starts with you adopting this mindset of release so you can actually release what no longer serves you despite of the scale size and starts to know what who are you who authentically are you and doing that on purpose and becoming magnetic 
It's like this inner state of confidence. So other people see you modeling that and that on its own is this beautiful shortening the gap of time between where you're now and what your dream body and goal is because it is dependent on your internal state, not external one. But if you also want to release physical weight, then really looking at those you know, polarized emotions and really understanding how does the mind make choices. So you're eating to nourish your body as opposed to eating as a strategy to modulate your emotions. And that is when I recommend in my masterclass that I designed specifically for that purpose. So you can start to understand why you're sabotaging, what is really those hidden, you know, blockers to uh, getting to the body you want. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash motivation so you can access the immediate replay. And then the last aspect of it is really those small incremental shifts. And I mentioned tailoring, you know, you can think about hiring somebody to help with meal prep or whatever it is for you. But it's really prioritizing yourself, your needs, your preferences, even if it's tiny little incremental steps until it become bigger things. <laughs> and lastly, last point I wanted to make here, what I also recommend you do is start making, even if you start small, a non-negotiables list. And I created a whole episode on this. It's episode 119. But this non-negotiables list and I have one for myself and I tell you what it is in this episode, mine list in this episode. It is about starting with those little shifts. These are the things that you no longer compromise on. These things are priorities. These things are important. And if you continue to practice them on a regular basis, you're going to see the incredible shift. It, it just shifts even how you show up in the world because now you're more clear about some of those, you know, boundaries and some of those lines. These are my non-negotiables. So if it doesn't match whatever situation is presenting, something got to change because I don't negotiate on these things. And then you can start small and start incrementally growing this list until it is authentically you, until it represents your real preferences. So you're going through life by being you as opposed to compromising you to make the world feel comfortable. <laughs> so that is it for today. I hope that I gave you lots of, th- of things to think about before you make your New Year's resolution list, if that's something you do. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.